Okay, so we were wondering what were some reasons why you enjoy music so much? Like, and do you play any instruments? Do you dance? Do you find it like it's a, re a release for you? Or any yeah. former past of doing this a lot in high school, maybe the um, yeah. theater, maybe cheerleading, maybe anything like that? Yeah. And by the way, this is we were talking with Justin Mayfield here, uh, <laughs> <Hello>. aka Freddie <laughs> Mercury at Mine Valley. <laughs> yeah, okay. So start me back. What's the um, why do why do I like music so much? Let's start there. Um, it's a language, right? Yes. And it's it can be a universal language. It's a really, to me, a very beautiful way to like bond with people who you don't necessarily have anything in common with beforehand. And maybe not even a, a spoken language in common with, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone's sitting on a street corner playing a drum, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter to me at all where that person is from. That's a universal language that I can understand. Yeah. So I can walk up to them and give them a hand, right? Yeah. Like, it, we can make this, like, kind of experience together, mm -hmm. which, to me, transcends some of the, the stuff we might have said to each other anyway, right? Like, right. this is someone yeah. who, who we speak the same spoken language as it were yeah. with each other yeah there's already like a mutual understanding of one another because of because of the music, music. Yeah, yeah exactly and I think the thing is that like music is like a smile right it's like a mm -hmm. smile for the ears yeah. in a sense where when so, see both of you smiled and I said that right <laughs> yeah, yeah the idea I of a smile I was thinking of is... a meme <laughs> <laughs> thing from Gravity Falls, um, songs are like presents that mouths give to, that mouths give to ears. Yeah, too. well, exactly. No, that's perfect. <laughs> that's Good, absolutely yeah. true, you know? Like, th I think that there is something to be said for that because when you see someone smiling, you smile. When you even hear about smiling, you smile. Mm -hmm. You think about someone yawning, oftentimes yeah. you yawn. Yeah. Like, there's these oddly contagious things that, like, you can't avoid. And I think music is one of those things. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I've found myself literally walking down, um, paths before and just all of a sudden walking towards some music yeah I, I didn't necessarily have a direction to go in to begin with but now I have one right yeah. I want to find out where this music is coming from mm -hmm. it, it pulls you in and it it can speak to you and different types of music speak to different types of people differently just like right. yeah. different languages mean different things different poetry moves people differently mm -hmm. but there's certain there's certain music that that will really capture something that you've never been able to put into words, right? Yeah. Like you might have this moment where you're listening to some etude and you just start to bawl your eyes out, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Like whatever I was feeling was all right there in a way I could never say. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that reminds me of a bunch of like band music I play. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's just like that piece where, you know, you get to the finale and like it's big and grandiose and stuff and, and you just like feel it like coming out through your chest it's and visceral like into yeah your, absolutely yeah, movement, so yeah. yeah well that's and that's a perfect segue back into the idea of like do you ask i think do you ever dance do you ever yeah we yeah there's a lot of you all at once sorry no, it's cool <laughs> yeah no um we both play instruments i play the yeah. flute 
I play the cello. Yeah. Right on. I used yeah. to play the cello. Yeah, it's great. I love the cello so much. One of my favorite instruments. Yeah. By far. Yeah. It has uh, such a beautiful like vocal quality to yeah, it. Yeah, true. I always like listening. Yeah. I always like try and listen for the cello whenever yeah. I'm listening to something. Yeah. Yeah. If I hear it. Yeah. It's great. Very cool. Yeah. And the flute is such a playful instrument yeah. to me. And there's they have qualities, right? They have like personalities in my head. They do. You know? They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how much a different instrument can like evoke a different personality and, and how much that gets used in orchestral music or band music yeah. in, in particular right like mm-hmm. when you have the little bird it's a piccolo yes yeah, exactly. you know yeah. like or a flute even yeah. you know and, and there's these different kind of moods that are evoked through sound that i think i think that's a cool thing right when you get a band together whether it's like a big band in, in the yeah. way that i think you're talking about or like a five person little band that yeah. plays songs together or whatever you're you end up with something transcendent you end up with something that, in a way, is it's worth more than the sum of its parts, right? Like mm-hmm. if you just add in each instrumentalist, you, then you have more instruments, more instruments. Yeah. But there's a point at which it all clicks, and it's a band now. Yeah. And that's something it's an bigger, exactly. Yeah. It's something bigger than any one person could necessarily achieve on their own. Yeah. And it comes from that kind of like uh, I hate to say the word synergy because it's become mm-hmm. such a corporate word, but like that. That combination yeah, that of, of symbiosis. Exactly, yeah. symbiosis is a better word for it, for sure. So, any so instruments beh- um, besides the cello? Yeah, yeah, lots. Um, so, I started when I was three years old. I got a drum kit from my uncle, Uncle Charlie, which my parents were super happy about that, yeah. right? You know, um, three year old with a drum kit. But it like it stuck with me, and and it was a backbone. Literally, when you think about music, oftentimes we think about the backbone as being the drums, yes. the beat, oh, yeah. the rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was a really nice instrument to learn on. Uh, and then after that, I went to another percussion instrument, the piano, yes. which was like very much allowed me to express the percussiveness, but still kind of add in this idea of melodies. And so mm-hmm. I would just, when I was maybe four or five years old start playing songs that I'd heard just like on the radio or whatever I would go pick them out by ear so most of my training was just like by ear you know like I I would hear something and then I'd play it back and I'd hear something and then I'd play it back and so my dad's a musician as well and he was a singer-songwriter an opera singer now actually and um, but he played guitar a lot he he really loves the guitar and so when I was still fairly young I think I got a guitar and started to learn on that as well and it is, you know, they say um, about learning languages like spoken languages, they say one language, one thought, right? So if you can only speak one language, yeah. you can only think in one way. Yeah. And so as you start to learn more languages, you're able to kind of triangulate the way that you think and, and come up with new ideas exactly. by like bouncing your own thoughts against each other in these different languages. And I think that same thing applies to like being a multi-instrumentalist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm learning piano right now. I took yeah. a class in school. And, like, going from an instrument like the flute that can only play one melody at a time yes. to an instrument like the piano that you can do, like, multi-melodies and, like, yeah. background and harmonies yeah. and, the, and the beat and just going from, like, such a one-dimensional to a multi-dimensional yeah. thing. It's the same thing that you're talking about where it's, like, your brain kind of, like, ends up unlocking a new yes. a new door. Yeah, it's yeah. a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the cello. It's like yeah. it, it has so it has so many like different 
sounds. Like, yeah. it can go so high pitched and it can go as low as a bass. Yeah. Like, it could vary in so many ways, all while sending, sounding like a cello. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just really crazy and amazing yeah. to be able to play an instrument like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, like, it has such an expressive quality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's this kind of, uh, like I said, vocal quality to the cello, I think. You yeah. know, where, it, like, mm-hmm. you can play it in the chest yeah. voice. Or it's real low, like kind of brooding or whatever. Or you can play it up high, and, and like you said, like in the violin range, where all of a sudden it has like a sprightliness to it, where it's got such a wide range. And yeah, going from going from um, just playing flute, yeah. where you're limited to a single note at a time, yeah. that makes you think about okay, how is this melody? working how is it yeah. flowing and like what's a, the dynamic yeah and it? almost like a linear path right yeah. like where am i going through this how am i going wider with this right yeah. whereas when you get to an instrument like the piano where you're capable of playing 10 notes simultaneously yeah all of a sudden you've unlocked a, a, a kind of a depth right yeah. you can all of a sudden create this mm-hmm. bigger feeling and you're not necessarily just thinking well i got to keep this melody going you can play a chord and let it hang out and it'll just be there while you just tinker around with the other hand. Like it's amazing how much changing your voice in the sense of changing your instrument can radically alter the way that you think yes, about music, exactly. the way yeah. you think in general. Mm-hmm. You it, know? It's like an onion and it has layers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. I almost, I, I almost yeah. uh, put a Shrek clip yeah. in about I, I, that in, I, in the yeah. talk earlier yeah. today. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you know, there's no there's no pit in an onion. So right. if you're looking for yeah. the pit of the onion to find out what is the core of this thing, yeah. once you take apart all the layers, you know, like yeah. if someone asks, what's the best instrument? And you start taking apart the onion. Yeah. Well, so, you realize it's all, it's it, all of them. It, exactly. There is no core to, to this thing. It yeah. is the combination of all of them that gives you this great capability of, of the language symphony. of music. Yeah, symphony. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That's, that's a very great good way of putting answer, it. Yeah. Um, Another question: Dance, cheerleading, theater. Yeah. So you mentioned you did theater. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thingy. So like, uh, in like uh, middle school and high school, yeah. It was it was interesting. I mean, I, I did musical theater. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I think then I was a little torn between just the amount of kind of shit I got for doing it, and mm-hmm. and I was a very sensitive kid, like, and so it kind of put me off of it for a while. But now. Man, I'm, I'm yeah. all about it. You're been, literally like on stage in front of a thousand people, like yeah. embodying Freddie Mercury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and so I was great. really surprised yeah. at that because today in class you said that you had like crazy stage. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a development, right? Like you mm-hmm. get. I think I said also that we get to kind of create our characters, right? Yes. And that doesn't mean that you want to be a false version of yourself, but it means that you you have the opportunity at any point to kind of go to take a look at okay, who am I? Who do I want to be? What can I enact to make that happen? And and in that we get to literally we can pick people that we like and emulate them, right? So yes. for me, Freddie Mercury was such an amazing dude, not just because of his vocal range, which was like a cello and a lot of it, but also because of just who he was and how much he how much adversity he looked in the face and said, Mm-mm, "Not going to yeah. deal with that." You know, like he just went through these incredible trials to be himself which is is a crazy thing to think about but he was unabashedly himself he was very strong in his persona and in what he wanted and he fought for what he wanted you know and like and i think it's important that we we all have that in our minds that like 
we can act. We can act like someone else so long as we know we're doing it, right? If, right. if we make that conscious decision to be like, I'm going to be just like this person right now, mm-hmm. but we still remain kind of authentic to yeah. who we really are, I think that's a super, super powerful thing. Yeah. It's, it's a way of looking, again, triangulating, of looking like beyond just yourself, right? So this idea of triangulating, I've said it a couple times now. Imagine you're here and another person's over here, right? So now you've got a line. Well, there's something out here on the side that forms a triangle, right? right? And that something out here on the side is like a truth that you can find, that other point. And you can find that by putting yourself in both sets of shoes and yeah. looking in this kind of common direction. And I think that yeah. acting is a beautiful, beautiful way to do that, you know? And especially when music's involved with it, you get, there's there's a pageantry automatically right. built into it. There's this yeah. kind of like, yeah. it's bigger. It's automatically yeah. bigger than yeah. itself. As someone who's done like a lot of musicals and been involved in a lot of musicals, I totally agree with that. Yeah. There's like this, there's like this extra layer that, you know, helps tell the story. Yeah, like, exactly. Put, puts you know the audience in more of a trance and get them yes. more into the characters and stuff yeah and the, well, I didn't I actually didn't make it to Jim Quick's session maybe it was yesterday or today but I, someone was saying that he talked about like when you're learning lyrics right you're not uh, sitting down with flashcards and looking at yeah. them it's just naturally happening so when you yeah. have a musical yeah. and you're trying to tell a story of some sort you're like hacking into people's brains and downloading the story to them. Yeah. You know, because they start singing this song back and they're like, oh, whoa, what am I singing? (laughs) Like, you know, all of a sudden you've got these stories in your head because they're catchier when they're sung than if you just try to quote lines to someone, you know? What are are your favorite musicals? What's your favorite musical? Uh, Well, just like this last spring, I did Mary Poppins. I was in oh, the cool. pit orchestra for that. Nice. And I've just been like obsessed with the soundtrack for that oh, cool. for like the past couple months. It's so good. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Was that your part? Yeah, oh, I did a little like triplets. <laughs> I bet you had a lot of flute stuff in that, oh, didn't yeah. you? Because oh. every time she pulled something out of a magical bag yeah. or oh. did the umbrella. Yeah, I remember there was this one scene Yeah, where she was pulling out something. Yeah, the flute is the voice and, of magic. Yeah, and um, and the the like title of the little clip of the song was called like magic music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so we had to do like a little. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. What about you, musical? Oh, I can't choose. There's yeah, there's, there's and so many. Is great. Les Mis is amazing. Um, some of the more. Um, more recent ones. Yeah, like like Dear Evan Hansen, Waitress. Um, was Waitress good? Was that pretty good? Was it Sarah Bareilles that did that? Yes, yeah, yeah. It really is. And amazing. Jason Her Mraz? voice is just really yeah. powerful. Um, I I've been dying to see Aladdin, the Broadway musical. I did Aladdin. Too. Oh, really? I, I did, obviously, yeah. I wanted to see so, Hamilton. So good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hamilton oh, is like the pinnacle the, of it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the big yeah. one right now. Wicked. Mm, cool. Oh. Yeah. I can relate to it because every morning when I wake up, my hair goes. I think I'll try defying gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> relatable. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But awesome. yeah. Um, so I was also wondering what your musical preferences are due yeah. to like cultural background. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, if it was due purely to my cultural background, I think I would listen to a lot of Amy Grant. And Michael W. Smith and Sandy Patty, like mm. 1980s, 1990s uh, Christian musicians. Oh. But 
obviously we get to step outside yeah, of our culture yeah, and exactly. form our yeah. own culture yeah. of, of musical tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I like jazz quite a bit. Jazz? I like the freedom in jazz, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the kind of like the rule-breaking mm-hmm. feeling of jazz, you yeah. know, the, the pioneering. Jazz is a very, in a lot of ways, culturally speaking, like, because I'm trying to tie this oh, together. Yeah. It's an American thing. You know, like totally. it's a super American jazz is super American yep. style of music. Yeah. That was kind of formed in the same mindset that I think our culture is famous for, the American culture, of just being kind of like yeah. renegades, yeah. young punks doing the Wild yeah. West thing. And I mean, you know, like, yeah, exactly like that. Because a lot of jazz music, it's completely based off of improvisation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And which is totally like what I guess like American culture kind of like resembles is like yeah it's, a, it's, it's an like, improv like, obviously right now yeah. it, it resembles it quite a bit yeah, it's a, exactly. one big yeah, it's just like improvisation like we don't exactly know where we're going right now yeah you know? like, but, like we've al- but we're already on the stage so we better yeah, do this exactly yeah. that's what it is yeah no for sure I love I love jazz music I love how how playful it is as well mm-hmm. you know um, I also really really like classical which yeah. in a lot of ways and and Maybe not everyone knows this, but uh, a lot of classical music came from a sort of improvisational mindset. You know, these people would learn other classical songs, or they'd learn these scales or whatever, and then they would sit down at parties. Like Chopin would go to a party and just start like tinkering. Then go, yeah, I like that. And someone would write it down for him, or he'd write it down himself. Like classical was like kind of jazz as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this whole like in America, it got kind of like morphed together where like you started getting these ragtime styles and stuff mm-hmm. that came out of some mixture of like classical and like slave hymns and there was just like mm-hmm. this weird kind of musical amalgamation fusion. Yeah, yeah fusion happening and yeah so I really like that about jazz I think I, culturally speaking yeah. I also love rock you know yeah. I love Queen rock. really I do love yeah. Queen yeah. and and I like super tramp I love flamboyant like theatrical operatic style rock music you know okay yeah yeah like big uh bohemian rhapsody Rhapsody, for sure yeah the like top example of yeah you describe yeah Yeah, electric light orchestra has a lot of that kind of stuff as well like just some of these old bands from the you know i don't know 60s 70s 80s that just like they were they wanted to rock they also weren't afraid to get super weird with it you know right as electronic instruments were getting like more clout as well so it's a, it's a weird fusion <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure cool. yeah and something that i actually think is probably one of the most important questions yeah is um what are, what is one of your musical aspirations and why yeah and you can take that like in whatever direction you want whether yeah, it be personal you. or like for the world yeah for the universe or like for the universe yeah, yeah like, i want however you want i want to see the whole universe make a, a jam album together <laughs> I think it's doing it right now. Awesome. I think we're in the that, process of it, right? That's actually like a really interesting idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Like, if like a bunch of like musical geniuses from like every continent like, yeah. came together and just were and like brought something from each of yeah. their own country, yeah. Yeah. just like whatever that they held, right? Like and a they super just group. like put it on yeah. the table, and they just like ended up making just like this collage. Oh, of just cool. like so music cool. and yeah. whatever. Did I really sound like wicked? wicked? Oh my god! Wicked, <laughs> yeah. wicked. The yeah. word of the day is yeah. wicked. Yeah. Um, that would that would be like 
Yeah. The like the, the pinnacle, pinnacle of, of musical of achievement. Pretty much. Yeah. Of just like people coming together and just being like, we're just gonna leave all the like controversy behind. Yeah. And just like have this here, what we love, what we do. Yeah. And have it be a made thing. Yeah, there's a lot of cool world music that does those kind of fusions, like mm-hmm. with a few artists or you know, someone will come from this country and this country. Exactly. And that kind of I, I listened I was just recently in Portugal and I heard a bunch of like uh, Kizomba music, which is like the the way they were doing it there, they were playing at a bar in uh, in Lisbon. I was in Lisbon. And they were playing this music that was like African beats with like uh, Portuguese lyrics over this kind of somewhat Spanish style. It was like, it was a total, you know, yeah. jumble of different styles of music, but it was so beautiful yeah. and like danceable and fun and like energetic and everything. Um, yeah, but other, so other aspirations, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to put out an album, you know, yes. sometime soon. I've been threatening it to myself for a very long time and I've just been writing, 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 writing tons of music and just not finishing enough of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, a lot of people have that problem. You get started and you're like, oh, this is great, this is great. And then you're just like, I don't know, you lose some steam or something or the next yeah. thing pops up in your inspiration. And so, so finishing for me is that can be difficult with music so I think finishing an album is a personal aspiration that I think is it's important to me right now because it's something that you know oftentimes people be like oh you're a musician can I hear some of your music and I'm like yeah kind of but I'm not super proud of it and it's old stuff and blah 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 so So I want to get some new stuff out there yeah yeah cool that's great play play more shows that's always a big thing yeah and to like honestly to inspire other people to do likewise really Mm -hmm. to just like if I can get in front of a crowd of people mm-hmm. to perform. I get so much out of that because it's just fun for me. Yeah. And I'm getting to express myself. But also, like, I know that, especially with a lot of the stuff that I write, like, oftentimes that goes beyond me. I, I don't really exactly know where those lyrics came from sometimes. Right. I don't know yeah. exactly where yeah. the melody came from. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like a gift that's been given to me and that mm-hmm. I'm just, like, a kind of conduit. I get to share it with other people. Right. So yeah. it kind of, there's something bigger in play there in my mind, right? And that's part of just my mythology. But I really hope that like, it'll inspire people who want to be musicians to go pursue that, yeah. who want to write a song to go do that. But also people who just, which is everyone, by the way, who just listen mm-hmm. to music. Yeah. Everyone in the world listens to music. Yeah. If they hear it and they go, oh man, what a cool idea. I need to be a little more open to ideas like this or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's amazing yeah. for me you know like that's that song is now worth whatever time it took me or effort or whatever mm-hmm. if if one single person goes that made a positive impact on my life right in some way because it doesn't cost me anything to do it you know right yeah it's like it's a free mm-hmm. gift from the universe to me and i get right. to go oh thank you <laughs> and then share it with other people how yeah. cool is that right yeah yeah that's that's amazing really all right, and then last question, or is there? I two? actually have. A, I actually wrote down a few. Oh, awesome. Um, you guys already know I'll talk for forever. Yeah, but okay. You said this is gonna be a twenty-minute podcast, yeah. so I don't want you to go too far over. Yeah. Down. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> My mom's in the uh, mastermind thing, which is gonna be like till seven fifteen. So. Right, so maybe we got another fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually wrote down a few when you were talking in class, um, and just a few. Um, more questions just popped into my mind. Yeah. Like, where did you learn to sing? Is it just like a natural talent, or did you like 
maybe not start off so good and then like get like really amazing because that would give me so much hope because I can't sing to save my life. <laughs> it sounds like a cat being thrown into a blender. <laughs> I just heard you sing like two seconds ago. It was really nice, what? right? You were singing about your hair, just like about True. that thing. Sound, you have a very nice voice, oh right? Oh my gosh. So like, honestly, like, the thing is, that's that's one of those beliefs, right? That we, we might tell ourselves, oh, I can't sing. People say that all the time. I can't sing. Right. I am tone deaf, or all these mm-hmm. things. Nobody in the world is tone deaf. Yeah. Check yeah. this out. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. It's close enough, right? You at least know that it's going down. It's right, descending. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. You just know where the direction is headed. So you have some recognition of tone, right? right. You're not, you, 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 everyone recognizes, oh, the tones are going down. Yeah. So you're yeah. not tone deaf. Maybe you have difficulty hitting that exact pitch. But guess what? Mm-hmm. You know, you think yeah. Tiger Woods walked up to a golf ball the first time and hit it and boom, hold on, no. No. Like that it's, stuff it's, takes practice. Yeah, practice, dedication. Dedication, yeah. yeah. And, the, and a lot of people think that there's just, oh, I either have a good voice or I don't. That's so not true. Like it is something that you can train. When I was little, I liked to sing, so I did it all the time. So I don't, I don't know when I became okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know when I became not what I would call tone deaf to myself, maybe. Because right. it just was happening so frequently that I was getting better without noticing it. You know, it was mm-hmm. a gradual uptake in, in my abilities there. Um, but I, I had a recent, a few years where I stepped away from music mm. just entirely, and I was just doing. Stuff I didn't necessarily. This kid is feeling it. He's feeling the music for sure. Um, So there was a while where I stepped away from it, and I came back to it and was like not happy with my voice at all. Mm. I had chosen to let it like die off Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Yeah, and I I was freaked out. Like I came back and was like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if I can sing anymore. Yeah. And so I doubled down. Actually, I took uh, lessons from online lessons from one of the people that was in Wicked. Uh, oh, wow. Fal, Fal Ritchie. Like, um, she's amazing. Amazing voice teacher because she's all about, like, getting in your head. She's like, I'm not going to teach you how to sight read. I'm not going to teach you how to do this, that, or the other thing. Like, she was just like, let's think about what we're feeling when we're doing this. What is our, what's happening with our breathing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is our body doing? Yeah. If we're not relaxed, if we're not comfortable, if we're thinking we're going to suck at this, mm-hmm. then it's going to be really, really difficult, you yeah. know? And so that to me was like a huge, that was a huge relief because I started doing that and I started just like giving myself a break in a mm-hmm. sense. And by doing that, I was able to relearn in a sense, yeah. you know? So if you think you suck, first off, you don't. The second off, for anyone who wants to sing, keep singing. And eventually, you're going to get somewhere where you're like, oh, that's that doesn't suck as much as I thought I sucked. And the yeah. second you have that realization, do it some more, right? And then keep mm-hmm. doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And eventually, you're just a singer, you know? Mm-hmm. And you didn't even realize it, but it snuck up on you. Right. But it is hard work and it's dedication sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I used to smoke cigarettes like crazy. And that was a habit that was hard to give up. And I gave it up because to me it was more important to have my voice than to smoke, you know. So there's there's little sacrifices that we're going to have to make. You can't go out the night before and scream with a bunch of friends if you have a show the next day. Right. You know, <laughs> drink a lot of water all the time. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's good advice anyway. But if you're singing, that's that's mandatory. You know, you mm-hmm. have to keep – you have to – your body is an instrument, right. you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like our greatest instrument and we make – all of our music, our best music with it. And so if you don't keep that 
in in shape, then it's not going to serve you well. Yes. So yeah, you know, work, work out, sing more, breathe deeply, breathe in, <laughs> breathe out. You know, like just keep doing it and and, and shut yeah. shut the brain up if it keeps going. Oh, you're not very good. Get in get in a place where you know no one can hear you and just belt. Right. Just do it because the why not? The shower when no yeah. one's home. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. And then my mom just walks in. Yeah. Just yeah. like just like, gets home and I like open up the door. And she's right there. Like you have been screaming for the past <laughs> half hour. <laughs> That's a nightmare yeah. come true. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it really is. That's funny though. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But yeah. Okay. Um. Your father was in a band in the '70s. Did he have like a huge impact on your music preferences? Um, you know what? I'm seeing it more and more for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a group called the World Action Singers, right? And they were like mm-hmm. this—they traveled. They were part of a Oral Roberts University, and they traveled all throughout the nation, and, like sang mm-hmm. at all these big events and stuff. And like, they were, I think they were on TV every week or something. Oh, it was like wow. a—it was a cool. Yeah. Huge cool thing, but like '70s music is creeping its way into a lot of what I do, you know. Mm. And like I hear, I hear my voice in his voice, which I try to, or I hear, yeah, I hear my voice in his, I hear his voice in my voice. Mm. Either way you look at it, um, which I tried to avoid, I think for a while, but like it's kind of unavoidable, just genetically mm. yeah. in some ways. So there's definitely plenty of differences, but um, yeah, I'm I'm hearing his style creep in a lot like i've yeah. i've been writing songs lately where i'm like oh man that's so seven like so unnecessarily <laughs> yeah. 70s yeah. but i freaking love it you yeah. know and yeah. i and that's in part like some of the songs that he's written that to me like stuck in my head that i actually yeah. did like um but then there's also just i listen to a lot of music from the 70s anyway yeah so it just kind of by happenstance and it's funny because you know i, ne- I never really heard him listening to much of that music you know I, I think I heard maybe some Lionel Richie from my dad and I heard some like Aaron Neville's maybe a little Michael Jackson here and there but like yeah. it was a, I grew up in a very kind of conservative household yeah. so there wasn't like a whole lot of rock playing ever mm-hmm. and so it kind of felt rebellious to like start listening to like the music that my dad should have been listening yeah. to you know so was, <laughs> I don't know and so but but because he was in one way or another listening to it at that time it's in his music and therefore it's kind of creeping its way into my music so okay. yeah wow. All right. just two more things yeah cool um the mind valley song we would yeah. all love to know more about that yeah oh, mind valley song. the one i wrote the yeah other- yeah. <laughs> yeah what about my it my mom yeah. showed me it on facebook oh cool and so i saw the video and you singing and you playing guitar i'm like what is up yeah how did that come to be how like, um, yeah. What are your inspirations? Yeah, cool. That's yeah. that's an interesting question because I think it, it plays on something that like is the personal aspect of music for these kids. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just, like I'm tr- I'm trying to stay really know, focused on everything. Like like it's rude to just like not focus on the person that you're speaking to. Yeah. But then, like these kids, oh my yeah. god. They're making music, man. They are. Hey. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I feel like I have this weird tendency to like in order to drown it out, I end up having to like I just continuously talk. Because if I mm-hmm. stop for a second, that will take over and I'll lose my yeah, train of thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, speaking of trains of thought, right, that song. So the kind of personal aspect of it that was it's fun to me is that I use music as a form of kind of self-therapy, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. And I use it to process what's going on in my life and to tell little stories to myself, to create a mythology 
mm-hmm. that that I can kind of uh, succinctly make sense of through music. And so, like, having been here a couple of days and just, like, seeing all that was going on and getting kind of pumped up for it, mm-hmm. uh, there was this big feeling to me that everyone was just like, so how do I do, how do I do all these things? You know, a lot of yeah. people were asking stuff on the video, like, there's so much happening. Like, how do we do all these things? What can we do? How can we be our, our greatest self or whatever? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, yeah, I can answer that in a song. You know, like, mm-hmm. maybe maybe there's a song in me that has something to say about that. And I... I'd been looking for a guitar. I wanted to get a guitar so I could like just at least tinker around. And like Stego brought me this guitar. At least posted something up. Stego brought me this guitar, and I was just like, "Oh, sweet!" And as soon as I sat down with it, like it just started pulling music out of me. I was like, "Cool, here we go!" Right? So, so I just started writing this song, and oftentimes the music and the lyrics come to me simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So it's just like all one little package that I feel like I'm kind of downloading it. 56 kilobytes per second it's like old school speeds but it's all coming and by the time I'm finished downloading it it, the song's just there Yeah. so it was just kind of and and then it's gone just as quickly which is crazy Mm -hmm. so frankly I don't even have any idea what it's about at this point (laughs) what was it what was the name of it Mm. oh love we're sharing right Yeah. yeah yeah so this idea that um We've all got something, some gift, whether it's music or something else, mm-hmm. right? And if we do things our own way mm-hmm. and we get out of our own way, like mm-hmm. we're able to show that authentic version of ourselves and right. to share that thing that is uniquely us, right? Yes. And so oftentimes people see people who are successful, other people who are successful, and they're like, I got to do that. You know, that's why music, if you listen to Top 40, oftentimes... Mm-hmm. It's like the same song over and over and over and over. And then there's a yeah. few that really Couldn't stand agree out. More yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And and because it is it's formulaic oftentimes. Yes. Music yeah. in general yeah. is formulaic. Yeah. There since like the beginning of like pop music, there's like this like patterns repeat over yeah, and over yeah. again. That's what happens. Yeah, but we like all. patterns. Yeah, we do. The yeah. the, the ear loves the, yeah. to hear kind of hear the same thing over and over again, even if we don't realize it. It, mm-hmm. it, it really likes it. But it's, it's those things that break the patterns too, right? Yes. That, that stand out by yeah. themselves. Like instead of four yeah. chords played over and over, yeah. how about 64 chords with right. opera in the middle yeah. and a seven minute long song, Bohemian exactly. Rhapsody. Yeah, right? you know, exactly. Like, like, it's so different. Yeah. It's so out there, but like mm-hmm. it's good and it's yeah. authentic. Exactly. And that's the other. So you can either go with the formula mm-hmm. and you can find great success there yes. or you can be super authentic. And find great success there as well. Yes. But like kind of playing somewhere safe and trying to like go with the formula and like maybe a little bit be yourself doesn't work. It's never worked in the history of things working, you know? You're, you're right. Like you either have to sell out kind of or you have to be yourself completely. Exactly. So. Yeah. I don't yeah. even bother with the radio anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all the same thing. Yeah. And like every five minutes, it's the same song again. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like literally the same. Exactly. There was one time I was literally just flipping through the channels and I swear on at least five different channels, they were playing that, yeah. um, that Shawn Mendes song. Um, oh, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, that one. Do, 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 the exact same yeah. thing on five yeah. different yeah. channels. Yeah, like, I, have, I can't even with the radio anymore. I've had multiple times where that has happened to me. We're like, Two two different channels are playing the exact same yeah. song. Sometimes at the like at the exact like same moment time. Like moment by moment. You're yeah. Like, Am I even changing the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's, oh my god. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess if I were to have one musical aspiration is for 
like top forty radio to like not be top forty radio yeah. anymore. Yeah. And bring it, it down a bit. It always will yeah. be. You know, like that's what we get yeah. to pick our own our own stuff, right? Yeah. So like Thank God for playlists. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's something yeah. nice about that too. I mean top top forty is fun when you get to go out and dance, right? Yes. You just put it on, you don't have to think about anything and you're just yeah. like <laughs> 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 yeah, right. there's nothing yeah. holding me. Oh and then that song again yeah. for, you could literally play the same song yeah. for forty five minutes yeah. and still have fun dancing to it, yeah. you know? Like exactly. so So sometimes that repetition is fun, but we get to make our own like it's such an amazing time for music because there are so many new styles happening and exactly. so many new technologies allowing new styles to happen mm-hmm. and so many ways to share it that like it's mm-hmm. basically endless what Pretty we can much. what we can listen to now what we can yeah. create now like mm-hmm. if you want to be a musician you really don't have an excuse anymore yeah one way yeah. or another you know and Pretty if you want to listen to unique yeah. weird super trippy music yeah. you can do that yeah it's all right there most exactly. of it's free yeah you know yeah. This is for you, SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. We <laughs> love you. Yeah. We love you. So keep doing it. Keep dropping bars. Sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I always I always end up ruining my favorite songs by doing that. Yeah, yeah. that can happen. Like, but then you, like 10 years from now, you're going to hear that song. You're going to hear that Yeah, you know oh all, him, you know, yeah. all the yeah. lyrics to it. Yeah, that's like, How do you know this song? Because I ruined it 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's like me with like most Hannah Montana songs. I played them <laughs> like all the time when I was younger. It's the best of both worlds. Oh yeah. Like like I know all the words or like most of the words to I Got Nerve still to this day. Because <laughs> it's just like it was that song for me. But awesome. uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Stuff okay. like that. So ending on a kind of relatable slash like Yeah, just like really relatable topic yeah. for everyone. But like, was music really? Would you really consider it like a release for like everything that happened to like like everything that kind of goes on in like someone's yeah life, yeah yeah. Life, I know? think if you're like uh, like, well, it kind of goes back. I mean, like I said, I use it as like a therapy of sorts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And and for me, the writing process is super therapeutic. But I also mm-hmm. I will listen to music when I need to feel something yeah. in particular. If I'm trying to empathize with someone and they're like yeah. going through some depression, maybe I'll mm. listen to like Elliot Smith or something. I'll listen yeah. to some like some music that really takes mm. me to a dark place to kinda of, to feel what are they feeling? Yeah. What's happening there? Like it's amazing how again mm. visceral it can yeah. be, you know, how much music gets you in your guts. Yeah, and like I just had this thought that like that like not only can music guide you when you're listening to it, but also like when you want to feel a certain way, you you can guide the music like yourself. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, and and in it, take it for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a band format, if you're playing that music, right? Yeah, exactly. If if you're playing with other musicians, mm-hmm. you always know when someone's had an off day. Like you, mm-hmm. you could get through one song, go, Yo, Steve, what's going on, man? Yeah. What's wrong? What happened today? Dude, my dog died. He's like, oh shit, I can feel it. You know, like it's yeah, weird, yeah. but that is true. Mm-hmm. You can you can feel these sort of like deep emotions yeah. when you're playing, when you're improvising with other people. You can have conversations. You can hash yeah. stuff out. Like yeah. it's it's amazing how much information can be put into music. Yes. You know, and so we have. Uh, Amrit was talking about you know with podcasting, like more and more people are listening to podcasts. <laughs> Because they, it's the age of information. Yeah. Rather than listening to music, well, I think you know that 
that's good to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of them. I listen to long form ones. But I don't think it's necessarily true that music is any less information. I just think it hits yeah. us on a different level. Yeah. You know, the where whereas podcasts speak to the mind, mm-hmm. music speaks to the soul directly in a lot of ways, you know, and that's yeah. that's a nice thing about its universality. It yeah. transcends again so much of of that kind of like deeply emotional content yeah. that we want to be able to share with people so many times that really gets lost somehow when we yeah. start to put it into words you know totally and so yeah. yeah so i think absolutely it's a release mm-hmm. i think it could be a great release with uh you know just by listening to a song that for you is like oh i've had a bad day i'm putting yeah. this on we're doing this i'm kicking off my shoes we're dancing yeah. I'm sliding across across the floor it's whatever yeah. you know this is yeah. my jam song yeah like we all have that one song where no matter what's going on if you could just remember to be smart enough to put it on yeah. then boom oh problem solved yeah. you know yeah. like yep. Yep. And so, and then there's also diving into to music to kind of yeah. explore yourself. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On that note, uh, thanks. Yeah, this thanks. Kids pretty much summed it up. Yeah, mommy, I think yeah. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us, Justin. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you. Really, this was a really great interview, and my phone isn't working. <laughs> right. Awesome. Oh, this is 40 minutes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Good that was awesome. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you.